Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. They brought with them some something evil. His sister is another one of those stupid Onis. Sasha has just transformed into the other Oni. The room suddenly goes dark and you can't see anything. And it sounds like he is running away from you. You get about five feet from the house, the darkness disappears. Oh, good. I yell to the other guys, come on, I can see shit out here. (laughs) And as you get to about the same spot where Thea was, things are still pitch black for you. So I am the source of darkness, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to walk you like a dog. Amazing. To Flint. And I say, you know, hold on to this, buddy. You can't see anything. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to run up and (laughs) and stab. Once he takes that damage, you get your vision back. It appears whatever spell around you um, has now disappeared. Sweet. 19 damage. Nice. You murdered an Oni. Sweet. We did it. Can we have a nap? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty tuckered out here. I'm not the best I've been. You're approached by Baron. He's not looking great. He's up and moving around. Would you be able to escort us to the next city over, Mirabar? We could go help them get there, and then it's just hopefully an easy river boat with the river ride back down to Luskin. I agree. Plus, it's like, you know, it's like saving a baby from a burning building and then leaving it on the sidewalk and walking away. Yeah, I feel responsible for these people now. <laughs> You're safe now, baby. <laughs> You're safe now, baby. Uh, I'm gonna get some people. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me here today, playing Nulara Moonbrook, is Carla Johnson. hey And playing Flint Firebeard, Tom Laird. That's me. And Thea Amastasia is Amy Moore. Yes, it is. Can I admit, I don't think I remembered either of yours last names. That was a surprise to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Thea's for sure. I had no clue. My last name is Bitchin. So we, oh, they're all amazing. I'm a Russian princess. It just is funny because we've been playing this game for two years. Just about. (laughs) That's about right. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. You you guys often don't drop your last names. Whenever you introduce yourselves, you're like, I'm Thea Flint Nulara. That that's that's where you stop. We're pretty famous, like in world. Mm-hmm. Mm, I yeah. think so. Like we're kind of just like one name people. <laughs> yeah, one name. That's, like Madonna. The, that's Beyonce. why everybody asks who you are and what the hell you're doing in our city. <laughs> yes. Well, they're just playing it up. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, start by rolling a d twenty. Oh God, everybody. Okay. Well, I got a three. I gotta reach my dice. Hold on. I'm really prepared. Oh, what even on. are you doing? You've been doing. You sent me those memes of you waiting and waiting. Ooh, 18. Ooh. Flint coming out hot. Here I am, and I rolled a 10. Okay, so Flint, 
you are going to give us a bit of a rundown. I figured the high roll would get to dodge this one. No, <laughs> no, high roll wins the game, man. Ah, oh, boo. <laughs> God bless you, number three. Why, 18? Why? <laughs> That'll be the highest roll he rolls this entire time. Like, well, yeah, yeah I'm cursed now, so thanks a lot, guys. So just for anybody jumping on board, give us, you know, the overarching idea of what you're, what we're doing. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and uh, kind of the last little rundown of uh, the last... Uh, last couple episodes or so. Uh, so a quick summary of our adventures so far. The Dragon Cult it seems to be amassing treasures and jewels and and all sorts of stuff, and we didn't really know why at first, but apparently they're trying to bring back Tiamat, who is the queen of the dragons. And uh, we and our team of allies uh, that we've been collecting as we've been adventuring so far, uh, not really down with this, because, uh, well, it's, it's the queen of the dragons, and she's probably going to enslave us all, or just kill us, so that's no good. Uh, this quest has brought us all over Faerun, uh, where we fought all kinds of uh, big bad guys who uh, mostly we've done pretty well against. Sometimes not so much. Like in that uh, big dragon fight episode. That did not go well. Uh, until the end. Until Amy totally pulled it together with her amazing arrow. Anyway, back to the summary. Uh, so we've got a couple things on the go right now. The Dragon Cult has destroyed the town of Little Rock, and uh, we ran into a pair of Onis when we went to check it out, and they had chewed off the Dragon Cult, and that was a an interesting experience. We hadn't fought any of those before. Uh, we got the job done. Uh, we helped out the townsfolks, and now we're going to escort them up to Mirabar for a fresh start, and then we need to return back to Luskin, to uh, meet up with someone that we'd previously talked to, Makath the Crimson, and see if the Arcane Brotherhood is going to help us out. That's all I got. Well, that's about where we caught up to, so that's good. Great job, Carla. Yeah, well done, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> you really saved the day. So you guys uh, ridded the town of Little Rock of the Onis, and you set off with the 20 to 30 uh, remaining survivors of Little Rock, to Mirabar, which is a uh, town a couple days' journey to the east of Little Rock, and you make it there without really any trouble. You pull up to Mirabar, and Mirabar is a city that stands on a knoll on the north banks of the River Marar. And on uh, the surface, the Mirabar is populated with squat stone buildings and a few stone towers, and it is arranged in such a way as to provide great efficiency, um, which the dwarves and the other humans take quite a lot of pride in at how well-built uh, their whole city is. So you pull up to the, the gates of Mirabar, their uh, large stone walls surround Mirabar. The city is split into two sections and the river cuts through. You're on the north side of the river and you come up to the gates and there is an information booth, so to speak, at the at the gate and there is a a single dwarven man inside the booth and he's kind of sitting there reading reading a book Flay, go talk to him you're so charming it's true you've got that belt i do have uh bonuses when i talk to dwarves so what should i ask him <laughs> i want to know just how much more efficient the city is compared to other cities are we thinking like 57 percent more efficient we're looking for numbers and they seem the type to provide them. Mm. Also, maybe some kind of like, um, like we kind of have some refugees, right? Mm -hmm. Righto, righto. Hello, fellow dwarf. We've, uh, we come from Little Rock where uh, the dragon cult had cleaned out the town 
and we bring some refugees. Are we able to uh, bring them here? Are you guys able to accommodate us? Well, that's that's asking a lot of things right there. Who are you? Uh, sorry, I should have introduced myself. My name is Flint Firebeard, and these are my companions, New Lara and Thea. Ah, Firebeard of the Firebeard clan down uh, down south there. Yes, yes. That's the one. Oh, wow. Hmm. How many, uh... You got refugees, you say? Yes. How many uh, How many people uh, are you looking to uh, stick around here? Uh, let me just uh, get a quick uh, head count for you. Uh, guys, who all wants to stick around here? Raise your uh, hand. Approximately 30 people raise their hands. <laughs> Excellent. I've got approximately 30. <laughs> Says, well, uh, I mean, we can probably put them up for a few days, and then uh, usually uh, with uh, with these sorts of things, the city is pretty good at... At, uh, at helping people uh, get back get back going to where they need to be or or set up within the city. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a hostel in town. It's called uh, the the Helping Hand, um, and representatives from the city are 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 around there or or should be there, and they can they can help get your people taken care of. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anything else you want to see while you're in the fine town of Mirabar? Uh, what would you recommend? Oh, well, there's, uh, there's lots of, lots of great things. You could, you could see our excellent, our excellent architecture, how well our streets are laid out. You could see... I, I lean forward and, and, and I nudge, I nudge Flint and I'm like, ask, ask him how efficient it is. Like, how much more efficient? How, how much more efficient is oh, it? More, more efficient than your average slum of a town? Oh, it's, it's that at is least a glowing review. It's at least 77% more efficient. Whew. Wow. Thea's very impressed. Like good restaurants or anything? Yes, there's a, uh, there is a, there's a, a lovely pub. It's called the Rightiana Panda Hut. <laughs> <laughs> what, what an interesting name. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a small child came up with that name, doesn't it? That is uh, very excellent. That's amazing. Yes, the Rightiana Panda Pub. They're known for their uh, their ales and meads, and uh, they make a mean uh, mean pasta dish. It's like panda sandwich. They make a mean panda. <laughs> that's what I think. Like Panda Hut, like Pizza Hut. I don't think I like that place at all. <laughs> they don't. They don't serve. They don't serve. They don't serve panda. But, but they've got one hell of a salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> I like my pandas cute, cuddly, and not having intercourse like the way God intended. <laughs> Celibate. That's how I like my pandas. Learn something new about Carla and She time. does not want the species to make it any farther than right no. now. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, should we ha- head to the, to the panda hut? Uh, well, let's take these folks to that hostel first, don't you think? That sounds like a good plan. There's some kids and stuff. They're really getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Damn reproduction. I mean, they might be tired and scared, well, but that works too. To be honest, I'm a little scared of them now because they kept turning into Onis. Mm, that's fair. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Let's get rid of them. To they, the helping hand. They, throughout your journey, they have said uh, nothing, you know, that a child wouldn't say, but you have taken it very as much that, that they are possessed and you think they are super creepy. Well, they started singing, and now because our DM has traumatized me, I don't want to hear children singing anymore. So <laughs> thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> if, if you come to my classroom, it's a bunch of uh, tiny Korean boys singing, What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man. Oh, <laughs> seriously, that's really? great. Yeah, it's a song that they're on right now. 
So that is the cutest. Been on that one for a while. They, I'm back yeah. on board with kids singing. That sounds unbelievably adorable. There you go. <laughs> See, you couldn't you can't keep me down, Russ. No, I'll try. I'll try and make you just hate kids <laughs> by the end of things. Uh so to the helping hand. He gives you directions through the city to get to the hostel, and you are able to make it there rather quickly. And uh you get to the helping hand, and there is someone from the city there who comes up and greets you, and he says, Welcome to Mirabar. What are all these people doing here? These are refugees from Little Rock, and they're hoping that they can rest here a while, and hopefully you guys can help them get back on their feet. Says, well, uh, we'll uh, we'll take them in, and uh, they'll go through the obvious refugee interview process. <laughs> it's becoming... Is this Trump's mirror bar? This is becoming I very know. political. It's extreme. I didn't it's extreme vetting. It's getting weird, but they all seem nice, right? They're going to they're yes, take absolutely. care of these people, right? Yes, yes. Oh, thank goodness. I play this game as an escape. (laughs) I didn't mean for it to take a turn. Don't bring these real world problems in here, Russ. We only want fake world problems, Russ. This is the episode where it gets super political. (laughs) Did you hear that? I just heard 500 people turn off the podcast. All in all purposes, it appears that they are going to take care of these people. You've brought them to safety. And uh, the fine folk of Mirabar are going to uh, make sure they get reestablished. Good. And we're pretty sure none of them are Onis anymore. So if that's the, <laughs> if that's the interview process that you're thinking of, that's probably a good thing to check. He writes something on the clipboard that he's holding and kind of says, oh, okay, great. That's the problem with the board. Poor people. They all... Pile into the hostel after saying their thank yous to you. And you guys are left out in the street there. And you hear from behind you a gruff voice. Flint, you you recognize this voice. And he says, well, 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 I never thought I'd see you around here again, Flint. And you turn around. Who's that? And <laughs> Who that? And you see... New phone, who dad? Um, <laughs> Is it his dad? Brother. Ex-boyfriend. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. So many possibilities. That would be a twist. You see, dressed in regalia of the fist of the Iron Dawn... Oh, geez. A friend of yours from that group. Now, Sergeant Leonin Glory Gem. What a name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, me- I, I immediately respect this. Leonin. Flint. How have you been? I've been fantastic. How have you been? Uh, you know what? Things have been going really good lately. Well, that's fantastic to hear. I'd love to hear all about it. Have you heard about the Rightyana Panda Hut? <laughs> <laughs> it's new. I, I, just, I just found out about it. I would love to treat you and your friends and uh, catch up on old times and just uh, see how you guys are doing. Sweet, let's go. Oh, geez, where, where are my manners? These really are my two drink. companions, Thea and Nulara, who, and uh, Nulara really wants a drink. Uh, so sorry to be rude. I'm a bit thirsty after a couple days on the road. Of course, of course. He leads you down and over a few blocks, and you are standing outside the Rightiana Panda Hut. There's a very cute, adorable panda on the, on the door, and it looks like a very nice establishment. 
You go inside and he gets you a really nice table and he orders the group a round of the house special, the Snuggly Wuggly Panda Brew. So what what have you been up to, my friend? It's been a long time since we've seen you. It uh, it certainly has been a while since since leaving you guys. I kind of did my own thing for a little while, but then I met up with uh, Thea Nulara and we we started teaming up and adventuring, and seemed like we, it was a pretty good fit. So we've been uh, we've been touring around Faerun ever since. Well, that sounds exciting. I saw you drop off a uh, a group of a group of refugees there. You're still still looking to 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 do only good. Yes, well, I do prefer it. That's for sure. Well, uh, not much has changed as far as uh, the old hierarchy in this system goes. I mean, things under uh, Colonel Solax there, they we're still, you know, doing good by proxy. But if there's no paycheck associated with it, uh, we really don't. We really don't dive too much into that. Mm, all right, sounds sounds about right. Says uh, so. Wh- where are you headed to next? Oh, that's a good question. Where were we off to, ladies? Going back. Like, like immediately or in in the next few days? I don't know how long we're going to stay here, but we got to go back to Luskin, is it? To meet up right, with Luskin. the... Yes. Yep. Remember how we just read that recap? Are we gone? Yeah. No, we I have put to go the back email to away, so... <laughs> Luskin yeah, we have to, to go... meet up with um, the... Uh, Macoth. Tiefling. Tiefling yes. Macoth, yeah, and see what's going on. Kate, we're going back to Luskin. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, Leonin, you got any, uh, like, real embarrassing stories about this guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. What do you got? Well, I mean, there there was the time when he was just a private. He was tied to the flagpole, of course, naked. <laughs> but back then, when? <laughs> As you but do. But back then, when <laughs> wasn't he naked? <laughs> and then a horde of orcs came into town, and we kind of forgot about him. I'm uncomfortable with this backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, I killed all the orcs. Exactly. You broke free, you killed all the orcs, but it was kind of embarrassing because you were naked. Exactly, exactly. That would explain why Flint is now a never-nude. I was just <laughs> thinking you're, that. You're still a never-nude, are you? <laughs> yeah, it's been a tough one to get over, that's for sure. One naked orc fight. That'll do it. Uh, a never-nude makes, as my grandma used to say. <laughs> <laughs> You know, your psychiatrist said that was the cause of your PTSD, but I didn't believe it because it was it was just a simple prank. Obviously, it had lasting effects. Oh, yes. Jeez. Got good in fiction tie in DM. Jeez. Uh, yeah. We wouldn't have even see if that hadn't happened. We wouldn't have even met our friend, our friend Flint. Thank God for that naked orc battle. <laughs> You were my best customer, Flint. That's right. Well, you needed that uh, medication to just mellow out. You guys uh, carry on discussing life and, you know, what's been going on for a while. And after a few meads, Glory Gem, he leans in and he says, Flint, for for old time's sake, could I get you to do do a little job for me? Uh, Well, I guess that all depends on the job there, Glory Gem. It's it's just it's just a delivery of a package. And in fact, it's got to go back to Luskin. So really, it's on your way. What's uh, what's in this package? Well, I mean, it's been it's uh, some artifacts that were acquired by by a by a client. We've been, we've been paid mostly up front. There is a, a a small fee upon arrival of the artifacts, which I mean, we've got to head south within the next couple of days here. So to go to Luskin for us is a little bit out of the way. I figure if you're going that way, you can keep keep the fee. It's like 300 gold pieces. 
And, you know, it's old time's sake. I mean, we were good buddies. You know, we did things for each other. I exchange a worrying glance with Nulara. Yeah, absolutely. This seems suspicious as hell. Keep in mind, you're all drunk off your ass. So I'm just laying on the ground, probably. (laughs) Oh, what are we, fighting a dragon? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, too soon. Big burn. (laughs) No, I deserve that. It's true. Let me just get invisible. It'll be my full line of tricks. <laughs> and she's tapped out. Uh, well, uh, Glory Jim, uh, do you know uh, who, who the package is going to? Geraldo Agron, I think was his name. I have all the details and paperwork back at, uh, back at the inn, obviously, but... And what exactly is in this package again? Just a couple, couple artifacts. A sword and a little amulet thing. Nothing... Nothing that wasn't, you know, too hard to get a hold of or or anything like that. Are we even going to be able to deliver this, though? Because Luskin, like my my friends here, were not even welcome to go into Luskin. So how are we going to return this to uh, Geraldo? Not even welcome to go into Luskin? Who told you you couldn't go into Luskin? Uh, our tiefling friend. Hmm. Interesting. We go into Luskin all the time. I mean, I'm sure if you... You drop the, you know, the name of uh, of our of our group here. I mean, you'd, you'd probably get in just fine. So they're, so they're not super racist. Oh no, they're super racist. Oh, okay. But you could probably get in, <laughs> okay. get in no problem. <laughs> Got really worried for a second. Like, did I remember all that wrong? Wasn't that the really racist place that we couldn't? I even was go? getting worried, like she lied to us yeah. to keep us out of Luskin, and what the fuck she doing in Luskin that she doesn't want us to know about, and thus keeping us out of city. Exactly. Because she wanted to split mm. us up, remember? She wanted me to go with her and you guys to yes. not. I do remember that. Hmm. That tiefling. I don't know about her. <laughs> Seems yeah, problematic for I'm sure. Settling feeling. Okay. Hey, maybe uh, uh, we could confer just for a moment with uh, away from Glory Gem. Maybe we he we has to go to the he he heads off to or the something. loo. Yeah, the the little little panda hut. <laughs> Uh, yep, he's Flint. gone. Okay, I'm now concerned about what's in my drink. Uh, so Flint, what's with your friend? Yeah, Seems... how you feeling about this? Oh, sorry, encounter? we're supposed to be drunk. Flint, oh, are you no, drunk or old? I don't know. I, know. <laughs> I turned into an old. I turned into Flint. Mr. Burns. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, Glory Jim was always a, a guy that was on the up and up. Um, so I don't really know what to think about this. I'd be curious to know more about what it is that we're supposed to be delivering before we actually deliver it. He's acting real cagey. But I think we could probably do this. Yeah, it's a little cagey. But we are going there anyway, so maybe we could um, see what is in it, or it sounds like he probably won't show us, but maybe, Thea, you can, uh, like, magicize it. (laughs) See see if that tells us anything, or... Maybe he's got a sword and an amulet. I have a feeling like the amulet is probably very magic. Not just kind of magic, but very magic. Very magic, yeah. 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 I have a bad so feeling we... about the amulet. But... What if we what if we take it to Makoth and the Arcane Brotherhood and see if they can tell us what it is? Oh. Can't just worry it's a dangerous thing that we're gonna give to a dangerous person and then Yes. This is also my concern. Mm, is that okay. that Geraldo's uh a bad dude, and we're 
we're helping the wrong side because it sounds like the old uh, fist of the Iron Dawn really uh, just just working for money, right? Yeah. yeah, they're big time. They're big time horse for money. So that would be my only concern. But I trust you, Flint. So if you trust this guy or you, you know, you have the, the closest connection with him, obviously. If, if you think it's cool, I'll think it's cool. I say that we agree to do it, but we do what we can to figure out what's going on with these two things. And if we don't like the way it smells, we don't deliver them. Agreed. Sounds good. And Glory Jim makes his way back from the from the bathroom. Uh, Glory Jim, uh, we we talked it over, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 deliver your package for you. Oh, that's such a huge help! Thank you so much for doing this, my friend. No problem. Do you have a place to stay tonight? I uh, assumed we were just gonna get an in uh, in room for all three of us. Uh, he says, uh, "Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're all staying at the same inn, and there's a no. I know there's a couple rooms there, uh, so we'll put you up on the." The old company bill just for doing us a solid and all should be good there. Thank you. Because if <laughs> Your elf can't hold her liquor, can she? No, that's a typical druid for you. <gasps> My head hits the table. <laughs> so you're passed out now? No, I'm not passed out. Okay. As it hits the table, I wake up, I'm like, ah! what, uh, what time of day is it in game now? Kind of late evening evening hours it's dark now you've been talking about the old times for quite for quite a bit mm. okay so we can like safely go to bed rest up and off to more adventuring in the morning after a good night's sleep agreed uh yeah so he uh leads you all to the inn or st- Stumbles you all to the inn um, and uh, puts you up in a room there. He gives you the uh, the package. It's about the length of a, a a sword and length and width of a sword, but it's made of all wood. And he says you you're probably not going to be able to open it. He gave us this box that only he is supposed to be able to open. It's got an enchanted lock thing. So just forewarning you. Who gave you this box? Geraldo Agrin. So he gave you the box, and now he wants you to deliver him the box. Well, because Why he didn't, didn't he just keep? He the didn't box? have the artifacts. Okay. So he gives you uh, the box and he says, "I bid you all adieu." And he goes uh, and passes out in his room, and you guys are in your room. Hmm. So we got this going for us. The box is magic. He tells you that at least the lock is enchanted, yeah. If I try to detect magic, is it just going to tell me the lock is enchanted and therefore <laughs> everything else inside is kind of like, like this whole thing seems magic and I won't know if it's just the box on the outside or if it's the objects inside. Like, I'm not sure how detect magic works. Exactly. Uh, well, detect magic, it tells you if there is magic cast upon something. So it glows. So, anything within an area glows. But it's just the box. So I don't know if what's inside the box is glowing. Okay. Well. Don't know unless you make a check. So I just, I cast Detect Magic, and obviously the box glows. Yes, the box glows, mm-hmm. but it glows much brighter than you think a standard enchantment spell would glow. Mm. I have Thieves Tools. Is there a way I can try to, like, pick this magic lock? You can try. I don't know if that's a great idea. I think we should really take okay. it to Macaw and see what she can tell us. So you're telling me you don't want me to drunk fiddle with a magic box <laughs> and don't know what's inside? That is exactly correct. Fine. 
I think that's very reasonable. And Thea passes out. Yep. Sleepy time. Fade to black. Yep. You all pass out. And Thea, you are awoken in the night. You hear like a thump or something. And you wake up and there is a half dragon standing over top of Flint with a large sword raising it in the air. You just don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But you wake up with enough time to react. And react I shall. By not doing anything and watching me die. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just throw myself at him? Yeah. Like okay, so I do that because I want to oh, make sure. Whoa, whoa, dial it back a notch. <laughs> I rip my shirt off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't sleep with pajamas. Uh so Thea dives at him like around the waist in like a like a, a rugby type tackle. tackle. Okay. Uh make a strength. Do I have an advantage because he's assuming everyone yeah. is asleep? Yeah. Cool. Good. Oh, I don't need it though. Twenty one. Uh, so yeah, you, um, catch him off balance and knock him to the ground. Um, and it's enough noise to, uh, wake up Flint and Thea. And at the same time, two dragon claws, not claws of a dragon, but smaller dragon type creatures named dragon claws. Okay. Come into the room as well. Mm. Roll for initiative. This is a way bigger room than I thought we'd rented, so let me just uh, yeah, say. Is this a penthouse suite? <laughs> no, what are it's, we it's, you're, you're quite cramped in here nine. at this point. I also rolled a nine. Seventeen. I rolled again, and I rolled a two. I rolled again, and I rolled a four. Take that, Nulara. <laughs> well, you did double my roll. You guys all added your initiative bonus to this? No, what's the initiative bonus again? Seriously? Remember, it's one. Oh, right. Okay, okay, so... So... Five. Oh, mine's uh, three, so I'm whoa. five. Whoa, okay, then you won that first one, and I come after you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's how numbers work. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Writing this down quickly here. He's just make writing notes. Carla doesn't know how to count. Can't remember. Take advantage of this at some point. Can't morning. remember what an initiative bonus is ever. Hey, we just started using it last time. It's true. Okay, so the dragon claws are up first, and the first one goes for. Uh, so these are medium humanoid type. Uh, is it kind of like a half dragon, just well, smaller? Um, no, they're they're not even they're not even dragons. They're humans, but they're dressed more in like dragon-esque fashion. They're humans. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm trying like scared right now, you guys. Like dinosaur costumes? Like, is it Barney? <laughs> Wait, is Barney attacking us? That's what I'm picturing. Two plus two is your dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first one goes to attack Nulara uh, with its scimitar, and it swings twice in the First attack is a... Oh, that's not very good. That's a six and a seven, so he misses you. I cartwheel away. Yeah. Um, and In the tiny room. second one, <laughs> he goes for Flint, um, and that is a 13 and a 16, so these two apparently aren't aren't your biggest, biggest deal. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, but then it's Flint's turn. Yeah, so none of you, I assume, are wearing your armor or... Or weapons, though. 
Yes. No, but Thea always does keep a dagger in a what's that thing? Garter belt. A garter. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Saucy. I d- I trust no one. All right. Um. Uh, where is my equipment in relation to me at the moment? I I'd assume it's beside your bed. But well, wait a minute. If I'm not wearing armor, then my AC is going to be considerably lower, is it not? That's true. Hello, is a non-armored AC ness. Mm. Those were all words. Twelve, apparently, if I unequip it according to roll 20. 10 plus your dexterity modifier. So Amy's is 11. Flint's obviously 12. Oh, I see. So you have one. Amy. I do have one dexterity. Okay, I see. So then I'm 13. So I think we don't need to rewind to me. I don't. Uh, yours, no, it was yours, like a six on me or something. Yeah, right? it was yeah. a six and a seven. Kay. So both of yours Kay. would still miss. Um, but Flint, that was a 13 and a 16. So both of them will hit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we will go... Uh, so it's 14 damage, slashing damage to you, sir. Rude. And it is Flint's turn. All right. Um, did I figure out where my axe is? Yeah, it is beside you, within within reach. Sweet. Well, I scoop that bad boy up and roll some attacks. Uh, so the first one's a 19, but not critical. Uh, yes, that will hit. So wait, there's three people in the room with us? There are three people presently in the room. Two dragon claws, and, and then the larger ha- uh, half dragon, which is underneath me, right which now. is presently underneath Thea. And he hasn't uh, had a chance to attack us yet, correct? Because Thea's tackled them. That's right. So I wonder if, uh, like, is there a, how much of him is showing for me to take a swing at, and I would not hit Thea if that was the case. Well, I assume she tackled him around the waist mm-hmm. to knock him off balance. So um, his upper upper half. I would say be... shoulders and head. Aim there. Well, that sounds like a great place to aim. It's on the ground. All right. Um, so yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm going to attack him, aiming for his head, and that was that 19 on that first. Yeah, round. 19 will will hit. Crack some Okay. Ten. Nice. And 12. Sweet. Plus four is 26. Woo. Yay. And attack number two, provided he's still alive. Well, I was going to say, maybe we not murder him and figure out, like, who sent him to kill you? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, Well, asking one of them what's up is probably not a bad idea, because what the hell? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Side note, what? (laughs) (laughs) But there's uh, three of them, right? Uh, Yeah, I I say we try and take two of them out as quickly as possible. Yeah, I I feel like we tried to do this before, and then we... uh, Super ended up killing everybody, but that's fine. Let's give sure it a shot. Did. Yep. Yeah, you know sure what? Let's, let's grow. Let's learn and grow together. Yeah. All right. Going for the second attack. Because Russ, I'm assuming he's still alive. He's still alive, yeah. Okay. Uh, 24. That should hit. Does for the attack. Look out for the good rolls tonight, guys. Nine on the damage. And 11 is 20, so 24. Okay, he's still alive. So that's that's it for you. That's it for me. All right, it is his turn, and he goes to push you off. Uh, so do strength. a strength saving throw. Eighteen. Twenty-one. He got. So he throws you off of him. Ugh. So he stands up, and you see he he aims towards Flint, and he his mouth begins to blue or. Er, Blow blue. <laughs> Easy there, Russ. Is he choking? Careful. No. 
A uh, blue light is emitted from his maw, and he... He's, like, trying yeah. to charge up, like, that friggin' stupid Aruthator. Right. Uh, Remember? He had he, to, like, charge yeah. his, his... Yeah. Weapon. He lets go his lightning breath. Uh, so, Flint, you have to make a dex saving throw. Okay. Here goes nothing. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. So you take half damage. Oh, my God. Of the million dice. That Russ just rolled. Did Russ buy more dice just so he could <laughs> inflict more pain on us? He did. He said, wait a minute. And then he leaned over and then brought up a box full of dice. Oh, my God. That's 12 damage to you, sir. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that, that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought. And it is New Lara's turn. All right. There's one of the uh, Dragon Claw humanoid guys on you at that attacked you when he came into the room. Right. Okay. Well, seems like, oh, God. A good target. I'm gonna roll over here. <laughs> oh god! Oh, that was a that was a poor roll. I assume my sword was also like near me. We are like warrior people, right? I assume I sleep with it yeah, near absolutely. me. Yeah, absolutely. So really, um, the only thing you guys don't have on you is your armor. Fair enough. Uh, Unless you want to take an action to your armor. <laughs> quickly put on my uh, my leather yeah. armor. Yeah, wait, wait. Wait, hopping in you. Hold on, guys, I'm busy. I'm probably okay. Uh, that was an amazing 12 on that first roll, so that is probably not going to cut it. Uh, uh, remember, these are just hold on. Barney costumes. 12 does not work. Okay. Uh, uh. It's a reinforced Barney costume. <laughs> uh, then a... Math is hard. 21. 21 will hit. Okay. Uh, so he gets 80, no, so eight. <laughs> I like to use that 10 dice because it seems more dramatic. Uh, 12, 18 damage. 18 damage. So, uh, he is dead. Oh, okay. Well, Donnie is super, super grumpy if he gets woken up when he's sleeping. Sure. Yeah. So he is, is definitely going to attack whoever looks the most hurt now. And not do anything because that was a six. Okay, good. Good try, Donnie. He's he's just super grumpy. I get yeah, it. I get yeah. He's like turn. growls on his way past. Where is the big dragon douchebag compared to uh, where? He <laughs> is. You were knocked uh, more towards the front door of the room, um, and he is kind of in the center of the room, facing Flint. So he has his back to me. Uh, kind of. He, you're in his uh, in his side view there. Okay, well, it doesn't really matter if I'm in his side view or not. All right. Uh, because, okay, um, I'm going to attempt hold person because I have a feeling like the dragon knows more than the Barney costume idiot. That seems reasonable. There. Yeah, and but I don't want him to like murder anybody with a stupid fire breath. Lightning, lightning, lightning breath. breath. I'm sorry. So it's relevant. I'm going yeah, to Yeah, stupid choose, fire, lightning. Um, he's like, oh, he's he's a half dragon, right? He's like a walking around, like a dragon man. Is that what he is? What is yeah. he? Would you say he's humanoid? <laughs> is that what he answered yes. the question? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to be like... Not... Yeah. <laughs> Answer me! Kind okay. of, yeah. We're, we're going to call him, like, humanoid. Like, yeah. he's, he's a biped and yeah. he's got arms. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so I choose him. And you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. Okay. What? Yeah. And I have to go against your 
your spell save mod, spell which is 17. Uh, and it was a wisdom? Yes. Uh, I bet this thing is dumb as bricks, you guys. Uh, that is a 17. And I win that because I'm the attacker. Yes. <gasps> All so right. Said, yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. So uh, at the beginning of each of its turns, too, it can, it can try yeah. to save again. Um, so it's paralyzed. Hey. hey, I did something. So that's, that's your action? That was hold person. Yes. Okay. Um, as you cast hold person, um, Glory Gem comes running into the room, and he kind of takes a, takes a look and screams at you guys to run. But I just... He screams at you guys to run. And as he yells run a third time, the front, you guys are on kind of the second floor of this inn. And the entire front facade of this room and the walkway out the front is torn off by a young blue dragon. Ugh. You tried to kill my dad. That's what's going to happen. I just wanted to have a nice sleep in this nice inn. I quickly put my shit on and run. Yeah, yeah. I grab my, my satchel and and boot scoot out of there. I grab my stuff and the artifact case. Oh, good call. book it. Hello there, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. How you doing today? Thank you for joining us for episode 11 of Dungeons & Dragons. This one titled, 2 plus 2 is Death. Had fun coming up with that name. As always, we hope you are enjoying the show as much as we enjoy recording it. We certainly had a lot of fun on this one. We got to dive into a bit of backstory and engage in a bit more character-to-character RP than we generally have before. And we'll be aiming to include more of that in upcoming episodes for sure. Like to keep the thank you trainer rolling as we'd like to thank you so much for leaving us the many five star ratings and reviews that we've seen uh, since we began. Like I've said before, and like you've heard on probably every other podcast you might listen to, it really helps get the show out there and helps us continue to grow and reach new people like you. I have one review I'd love to share with you from the last couple weeks from Zarganov from the US. They say, Fun, lighthearted game. This is a fun, lighthearted podcast with a realistic DM. I enjoy hearing these friends keeping their game alive from across the globe. And thank you, Zarganov. Really appreciate that. Another way you can support the show is to tell a friend, family member, coworker, or next-door neighbor about the show. The more people we can get on board with your help means our whole community grows and the more we can do for you. You can jump on over to Twitter and follow us at DumbDragonCast. We are making our way to the 1,000 followers mark over there. I think we're kind of mid-800s. But we'd love to see you join us over there and hear about all the latest episodes and some fun RPG and game-related news. I mean, all four of us play all types of games, so we'd love to talk about what you're playing, whether it's an RPG, a board game, a video game, whatever it is, we want to hear about it. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash dumbdragoncast. And you can also send us an email to dumbdragonpodcast at gmail.com. We do read and respond to every email sent, so please send us your thoughts and suggestions for the show. Episode 12 will be available May 10th, when we will join the adventurers to see where they stumble off to next. In the meantime, make sure you treat yourself or someone you love to a fancy night out of the town. Maybe hit up your local Radiana Panda Hut. If you've got one in town, maybe Pizza Hut. Either way, I hear they have a good buffet. I mean, nothing is better than going out for a special night, right? That's it from me for now. Let's get back to the episode, my friends. We'll talk soon. 
and you kind of look over your shoulder. Your spell is still holding him until you're out of range, I assume. Yeah. Or well, not, focused, uh, yeah. not concentrating on it. Okay. I'm guessing being screamed at in the front part of the building coming off probably yeah. broke my concentration sure. on that spell. But you look back and you see um, a bunch of the soldiers from the Fist of the Iron Dawn starting to engage the dragon in combat. So there's a back door and it leads down into the street. Before you guys leave the room, it looks like there's more of these dragon claw and other different um, type of creatures begin to swarm on the spot. And the dragon flies up into the air and begins to chase you. And now we are going to enter a new type of thing called a skill challenge. So you guys are trying to evade the dragon using skill tests. So you using going through and RPing, you are going to pick a skill and tell me what you do with that skill and then roll to see if it succeeds. And you have to make eight skill successes before you get three failures. Holy moly. Okay. Okay. Obviously from this list of skills on our character sheet. Yep. You use your skills. And the ones that we have. Okay, yeah. Yep, yeah, you use your skills. So you are trying to essentially ditch the dragon or get, you know, get away from the dragon. Um, Using your skills, you can use some of the same skills you can use more than once. Like if you roll an athletics type skill, you can sometimes use that more than once. But if you use it more than the preset amount, you get penalized for using the same thing over and over and over again, forcing you guys to try different things. Okay. Okay. So you can always intelligence and wisdom and stuff. But you can use your brains to think of clever ways to hide and stuff. I, I suppose so. Um, so you descend down a flight of stairs, and ahead of you is kind of a night market, and then there's a, you're in an alleyway um, that runs behind this inn and a bunch of other buildings. And you can always, perception checks don't count as your skill check. So if you want to stop and look around and see what you see, you can do that as a separate thing. But we'll go in continued um, initiative order, so Flint would be up first. All right, um, so now I don't have to use uh, one of my skill checks to see what's around. I You'll just tell us sort of thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, at any point, if you want to stop and say, what what do I see? Yeah, you can you can do that. So ahead of you... Okay, well... Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, ahead, I would like to check out, yeah. Um, ahead of you is a night market that looks... It's not super busy, but there are some vendors and people walking through. There is... Uh, to your left and right is just a long um, alley-type corridor that has a few different um, offshoots between buildings um, and into buildings. Uh, and with the night market, I'm assuming you mean like an open-air kind of market? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and there's, I would assume, then there's all sorts of like vendors and stands and things and stuff to hide behind? Uh, yep. All right, well, I for my first one, then I'm going to use Stealth, because that's one that I have a, a decent bonus with. Sure. And I'm going to try and, like, run past a couple of booths and then duck under another one so that I'm stealthy and hit. Sure. All right, here we go. 17! 17 is um, a failure on that check. Whoa, all right then. Dang. It flies overhead and lets out a bellow, and you can definitely tell that it can see you. Okay. Um, then so how many failures are we allowed? Three. Um, <laughs> oh, you good. Do, sorry, 
forgot to mention, you do, I'm giving you each um, an action point um, for this. So if at any point you want to try and re-roll, you can use an action point. So your uh, call. Oh, geez, I don't really know if I can beat a 17 on a stealth, so that might not be the best way to go for me. Okay. Uh, was that with your bonus, Tom? Like, do we get to add our bonus to our roll? Yeah. Yeah, that was with my bonus. Hmm. Fascinating. And by fascinating, I mean, aw, shit. Is it my turn now? <laughs> it is your turn now, New Lara. <laughs> well, my medicine skill is going to come in very handy right now. As is Can nature. Can you use, like, animal handling and just be like, bad dragon? Yeah, I, I, I've, I've been thinking about it. Uh, but instead, how about I am going to also run into the market. Okay. Which seems kind of mean because there's just people in there, but whatever, it's dragon. Oh, I'm sure they're, they're scattering they're, at this Yeah, point. exactly. And I am going to... Hmm. What's on either side of the of the night market? Like buildings, taller buildings, or this is all a stone stone town, right? It's, it's all yeah, stone town. So there are um, uh, squat buildings, squat buildings on either side of the market. So yeah, the the street is um, we'll say about fifteen to twenty feet wide on this street that you are in. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are like single level stone buildings on either side. Is of the there street. any open windows? Not that you see in this. Uh, Not within 30 point. feet of me? N no. <laughs> <laughs> Wash it. Um, okay. Then I guess I am going to. Oh, God. I don't know what I'm going to do. And this is only my first turn. Is there any animals in the market? Is there a cage of chickens? This is what I'm picturing is an Asian night market. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm picturing. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's there's chickens. Perfect. Then I'm going to, are they in cages? Yep. Great. I'm going to run there and I'm going to, I don't know, open the cages and try and get the chickens to like, you know, f fly up in the air in a distracting manner and then hide under something. <laughs> Carla, chickens don't fly. Well, I know, but you know, like in every show, they like <laughs> they kind of sure, uh, it creates it creates a distraction. It creates a distraction. Like I'm essentially going to okay. <laughs> throw the chickens at him, but they're going to, you know, they're going to be flapping around, and it's going to be distracting mm. Mm -hmm. and annoying, probably. and annoying, and not great for the chickens or their owner. But you know, desperate times. Oh my god! Why do I keep? <laughs> What is happening over there? I just have a small work surface I'm trying to roll my dice on. Uh, but that was a 19 and my whiz. So 21. You, uh, yeah, you successfully throw those chickens <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> and, All uh, right. It, it looks like it kind of distracts him for a moment. Perfect. Okay, new, t new title. Chickens. Who knew? <laughs> so you have one success and one failure at the moment. And it's Thea's turn. Oh, is that is that as a as a group? Oh, you mean as a is group, a we can only. Group? Oh, okay. As a all right. As oh, a group. I thought we each okay. had to take me eight too. Turns. And no, I was no, like, no, no, no. oh Jesus! No, I thought the same thing. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So this makes okay. more sense. I would sense. have aimed for something else then, because I have better bonuses. But that's okay. okay. Sorry. Yes. As a as a group. So essentially, when when you ch choose to do something, picture everybody going along with you. Mm -hmm. So if you choose to run, like fuck. 
everybody's <laughs> running with you. Perfect. All right. Okay. okay. That All makes right. more sense. I really liked where Nulara's head was at, but I just thought that she chose a strange bird. Um, so I see in the market, I'm hoping they often have like pigeons or doves in cages, flying creatures. Uh, yeah, there's, it looks like, like a, uh, yeah, there looks to be some sort of vendor that is selling, selling birds of okay. some sort. Well, I want to open that cage and they will fly up in a flock in front of the dragon. Okay. That's my. Okay. So you're doing animal yeah, handling again? Yeah, doing animal handling. Okay. Uh, 21. Yeah, so now there are chickens and <laughs> pigeons <laughs> flying up, um, distracting this dragon who is not having a great time with these birds. Well, you just think um, for lunch. But... Uh, if you make one more animal handling check, there will be a, a penalty for doing so. Okay. Flint, your turn. Okay, well, well, the dragon is um, dealing with the fowl that are uh, upon him. I'm going to go for a athletics check and just see how fast we can run. Okay. And that is a 22. It's my best bonus. You are able to run through the market. You get ahead of this dragon while he's busy dealing with all these birds that are now in the air. Um, and you re make it to um, the end of this street and then it splits so you can go left or right. Um, and both lead you back to a a larger uh, open main road. But yes, that is a success. Excellent. Nulara. Um, so we've used animal handling twice, like between all of us. So if we use yes. it again between all of us, there will be a penalty. There will be a penalty. It. Okay. Do we know what the penalty is? No, no we don't. Don't use it. <laughs> it's okay. I was, look on I, was, I was using that as a as an example. Sure. Yeah. I am going to use so we've kind of come to a T in the road, yes? Yes. Now do we see any open windows or or doors? Uh, there are, yep, there are doors, yep. Um, it looks like it's backing on to where you reach your dead end. It looks like um, a the back of either restaurants or other stores. Um, so you're in some sort of sh some sort of industrial shopping district of this of this town. Um, but yeah, there are there are closed windows and there are doors. Uh, okay, I am going to use my survival skill to uh, try one of these doors. Didn't go so well. That was a twelve. Uh, twelve for that. Uh, yeah, you try a couple of them, and one of the doors opens up, and it opens into a closed restaurant so it's a you're in the back of a kitchen area at this point okay yeah do i do i see anything there is a door going out to the front of this restaurant there is a looks like a cellar that's going down and there are some some windows in there okay so i can just like try i don't know like Oh, I know the history of this building, and if we go down like these flight of stairs, and then it'll be come out in a tunnel underneath the other part of the city. That could be something you do. Yeah. Okay, I do that. Oh, son of a! You touched it. You oh, rolled it into my it. hand. <laughs> Cursed. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen oh. on a history. 
is a success. Oh, thank God. You're lucky. You know that there are underground passages um, that run underneath the entire city of Mirabar, used as ways to get um, stock to and from places without blocking up the streets. Um, and you uh, discern that one of them might be under this restaurant. And you go, and it is there. Um, as um, the last of you gets down there, though, you hear the dragon holler, and the kitchen is caved in. Hope they have insurance. And now it's Flint's turn. <laughs> that special comprehensive dragon insurance. Well, yeah. All right, so um, the stairway behind us, I take it, has collapsed. Uh, well, sorry, the entire kitchen didn't collapse, but like a wall came out and the dragon is making his way in there. Oh, oh, okay. Anyone else imagining this like a like a fake town, like the fronts of buildings are just like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. That's what I have in my head right now. So what are our, what are our options as far as our surrounding is concerned, Russ? You descend down into this underground tunnel, and now you have in front of you and behind you a straight shot with looks like there are offshoots going at periodic. Looks like they kind of are going about building width down, uh, down the way. I guess we should... Uh, oh, jeez. Um... Do you guys care which direction we go? Meh. Nope. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, and we haven't used acrobatics yet, have we? Nope. All right, so uh, I will use a uh, acrobatics check to make sure that we've got some solid footing while we run down the hall. Okay. You said anything. I did. Yeah. As long as you can justify <laughs> it. Yeah. Hey, we need we need uh, good footing, because yeah, otherwise do. it's not going to go very well. It's probably slippery and wet. I would assume so, being underground and all. Uh, 15 is a success. So you discern that although it's a little damp, uh, you can get good footing as you continue to run uh, down one, down this passage. Excellent. So you are at six successes, one failure. I So we are running in tunnels under the stores, basically, yes? Yes. Okay, I use my incredible perception to notice like a sulfur brimstone kind of like smelting smell that leads me to believe we are under some kind of weapon store. So we're going to try and get up those stairs to that store. Okay. Damn. That seems like a good place to make a stand. Uh, so that is, that's plus five. So 18. You are running down and you actually see a person who looks like he's just kind of tidying up outside of his, his... No idea there's a dragon out there. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Is this like the classic scene in every monster movie where there's like a janitor with headphones on sweeping, <laughs> and then in the background there's like, the world is falling apart? Totally. Uh, yeah, very much like that. That's awesome. He's kind of just tending to his own little area of these tunnels. Looks like he's tidying up a little bit, but you see him and you run towards him and he sees that you are very clearly panicked and takes you into his shop, which is, of course, looks like a blacksmith type store. Thea, and you've got seven successes and one failure. I use persuasion. Like on this nice gentleman, I persuade the guy to... Uh, tell us the quickest way into the forest. Quickest way to the forest, the to the safest place in town. I persuade him to tell us where the safest place in town is, and then I also persuade him to, you know, run. Sure. 
Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, 21. Um, so yeah, you very calm and coolly um, explain to him that there is a dragon likely making its way into the tunnels and you need somewhere safe to go. And he tells you that the, the safest place to head is the armory or the, uh, the town hall, the, the castle of the city. Uh, he says, the dragon's in the tunnels, then you can head, he gives you directions um, to where both of those points are. But that was a success. Um, so you have successfully beaten the skill challenge. Um, and as you guys are discussing this, you hear... Um, the dragon die of disappointment. The dragon die of disappointment. Um, <laughs> no, you hear, guys, that's how we're going to kill every dragon from now on. Um, as you kind of go and look out the front door there, um, you see the dragon circling overhead. Um, after a little while, it looks like it gives up and starts to fly back towards where the battle started. Not that I'm not happy we got away, but... You know, I'm itching to kill a dragon. We got so close last time. This one's like a little dragon. It's like not a full-grown dragon. Oh, I was totally going to say we should go back to where the fight is and at least, like, find out, like, what the fuck? I agree. Like, why were they chasing us? Is it sure, to let's do, do it. with this, these artifacts? Like, we need some more some more deets from old... Uh, What's his name? Glory Jim? Yeah. That's right. I wonder if they know what's going on. And you know what? Even if they don't know what's going on, if that dragon is going back to where it was fighting them at the inn, we should, we should at least go help. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You get directions in relation to where you are from the shopkeeper, and he kind of stays in his place and huddles up. You're going out the door, or are you going back through the tunnels? Might as well just go out the door. Yeah, might as well. Okay. Yeah, so you go out the door, um, and you hear it lock and and like board up behind you smart choice and you make your way back to the battle and you go down the street where the front of the entrance of the inn is you make it there undetected by anybody else and you see a whole horde of these of the dragon claw type creatures slaughtered in the front of the inn you don't see the half dragon uh douchebag douchebag you don't see the half dragon douchebag um, and in, you don't see the dragon itself either. Looks like the Fist of the Iron Dawn is yes. kind of cleaning up, so to speak, checking the bodies over. Flint, you hear a very familiar call that says, well, I'll be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you too. Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.filmmusic.io. He goes by the name of Geraldo Riviera. <laughs> this is what happens when Russ doesn't look at his notes. <laughs> That's your Did I say Geraldo name? Riviera? His, his name is Geraldo. I don't think it's Riviera, though. I just had River on the mind. Stop looking at my <laughs> God damn it, Russ. Um, I don't think you want Amy taking notes anymore. <laughs> she just wrote down Leon and Glory Gem. That's good. Colonial. Okay, good start. Colonial Solax. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. Nasty old hand of the dong. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of the organization that I was a part of, and I knew it was hand. And then something began with Well, it's, it's fist. It's fist. Yeah. Oh, it's fist. Not of the dong. Fist of the dong is much better. That's true. It is much better. We should probably change it. It's canon now. Dungeons & Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable & Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. So now what am I supposed to believe? Is any of this for real? Well, it looks to me like you're trying to hide. Yeah, my mom always said, don't trust anybody. Maybe they'd want to know where you're hiding out tonight. Did you get stuck? Thank you for returning my license, Joseph. That ding-dang detector pulled you. But she was married, you know. Stop being a little prick. Do you have your doubts? All right, kids. Say goodbye to Uncle Joseph. I'll handle it. Whoa, 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 there, buddy. Just saying how sorry we are to hear about your parents. Why is she talking about you having a mustache? Do you want to take a walk? Three complete seasons of Dirt, an audio drama, are now available to binge wherever you listen to podcasts or at dirtaudiodrama.com.